Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm here today to talk with you about one of my favorite topics decluttering. Did you know that decluttering can save you money? What? Want to save some money, honey? Just kidding. But really, did you realize that you are wasting money every week? I didn't. I thought I was pretty frugal. I go to the store. I have a list. I plan out my shopping trips and all the things, right? But I found that I was wasting so much money by not decluttering. So I'm going to tell you a quick little story, but I felt so guilty of this because I think I mentioned it before, but I hate going to the store for just one thing. So my tendency is to buy several things so that I don't have to go back to the store. So if I go to Costco, I I know we are going to eat cereal. Cereal is not going to go bad. So I buy like five or six boxes of cereal because I'm like, I don't want to come here again to get more cereal. And this is the cheapest place to buy cereal. So I'm buying like a lot. This bit me in the butt because we had some very fun intruders, uh, rats that moved into our walls in our garage between our garage and our kitchen while we were gone over Thanksgiving. I know, so fun. So we came back to these really fun creatures living in our walls we ended up cleaning out all the food in the garage. So we have like a back section in our garage where we have storage bins where everybody does, right? So we have this back section in our garage that we just keep for storage. So we have a big chest freezer, we have cabinets, and we have this big metal shelf. And so it's big enough. It's from Costco, of course. So it can hold really heavy objects and you can kind of move the big shelves up and down, but it holds a lot of stuff. And so we have very high ceilings, which is nice, but you can't use them to the effect that would be great. But anyways, we have stuff on all the shelves and it turns out these rats had moved in. They were climbing behind our shelves, so we didn't see them. And then they were climbing on those big metal storage shelves and they're kind of climbing in the back. And so that's the one shelf that we put all of our food on one section and like other things on the bottom and 
outdoor furniture pads on the top, but that one shelf is the one that's at a good height and it's big and it's deep. And so we put all the stuff there. And so when we cleaned out the garage, we had to get rid of a ton of stuff. And so we got rid of stuff and we pared it all down. And so now all of the food, the extra food that we have fits in our pantry in the kitchen. And so I realized as we were going through that whole shelf that we had things in the back of that shelf that we hadn't used. We had things that we could easily give away. We had three big giant packages of baby wipes. Now our kids do use baby wipes, even though they're older, we use them to like, I keep them in the car to kind of wipe down the surfaces, or if your kids have grimy hands to wipe those down. But we did not need three giant boxes of wipes. And so we were able to take those, donate them to a couple families at our church that needed some, donate them to our church and say, please use these. But we were able to just clean out that whole section because of the rats, but that worked out really well because I could visually see that I was buying way too much stuff. So we were able to then put all the food that we actually needed in big clip bins, big plastic bins. And so there's two big bins that now live on that shelf. And if the food doesn't fit in those two bins, then we have too much. So it worked out really well. Our kids can open the bins and then can take boxes of cereal out and close the bins. But it was just so handy to take out everything and realize that I was definitely purchasing way too much and I could have spent a lot less money. So since I learned that, I would love to pass that on to you so that you do not have to suffer the same consequence of buying too much stuff. I love to be prepared. So oftentimes I verge on more of that side of things. I'd love to buy a couple extra things so that we don't have to go back and that we're prepared for things. But in doing so, I buy too much. I would love to share with you three helpful tips that I have learned in how decluttering saves me so much money. So get out a pen and paper or your phone. You can grab your notes app and just write down on there. But number one, decluttering has saved me money because there's no double purchases. When you declutter, you know what you have. Instead of going to the store and getting home to find that you already have three bottles of ketchup. So knowing that I already have 15 boxes of cereal, I don't need to buy another one. When I'm at Costco, I can easily know, oh, I already know I have enough cereal bins that fit in my two plastic click close bins that I can't buy anymore or I don't need to buy anymore. And so that's super helpful. Instead of going to Costco and saying, do you know how many cereal boxes we have? Do you remember? Do we need a couple? I'll just get a couple boxes of Cheerios while we're here. So it helps you not to buy double purchases. So no double purchases. So if you are constantly decluttering and keeping things kind of moving through your system of using them, you have a good idea of what you have, how long it takes you to go through it, and if you need more. So we definitely found that 
with cleaning out our garage and then also being able to clean out our pantry and have some space in there so we know, okay, we have two boxes, we love coffee. So we have two boxes of K-cup coffee things. So when one box is gone, then we'll order another one. We don't need to keep wondering, do we need more coffee? Where did we put those extra boxes? It's all right there. And then it's really manageable. It doesn't take up a lot of space. Things are decluttered. You're not over-purchasing. You don't have duplicates. It all makes things just flow a lot easier. So make sure that you declutter often so that you know how much you have and how much you're using. Number two, decluttering will help you not to have any unused subscriptions. So subscriptions can also be a huge money waster. I know we need to go through our subscriptions, but companies definitely want you to purchase a subscription to everything. It seems like every company you connect with or that you are interacting with wants you to purchase a subscription because chances are that you'll kind of forget about those subscriptions. And you do. You have so many other things going on in your life, in your brain, sifting through things all day long, media and images and everything, that you don't have time to look through all your subscriptions. And that's what companies are banking on. They seem so small, right? $10 here, $5 here. But if you realize you're just handing over your money to these companies every month, it definitely adds up. So one big way that you can declutter and save so much money is take a look at all your subscriptions. So your monthly subscriptions, take a look at them and just see, are we using this and do we need it? Ask yourself those two questions. Are we using this? Do we need it? And if you don't need it, if you aren't using it, get rid of it. And that will save you so much money It will save you those little amounts because those add up day after day after day, week after week, and going forward. So take a look at your subscriptions. I know we use a financial planning software, and so you might be able to just easily look at that within a month's time and see all your expenses and kind of go through that. But take a look at all your subscriptions, see if you're using them or not. That is a huge money saver. So as we've talked about, decluttering will help you have no double purchases and be able to know what items you have on hand as far as what kind of things, groceries and things that you are purchasing that kind of move through the rhythm of your home. And number two, no unused subscriptions. Decluttering will help you cut back on any subscriptions that you have if you take a look at those. Now that's more on like a regular basis. Maybe if you meet with your husband and you guys sit down and do like a weekly meeting or a monthly meeting, just to check in on finances, go through, comb through your subscriptions. Number three, decluttering will save you money because you will not have any impulse purchases. Now, I have found this to be really helpful because decluttering, I know how much stuff I have. I know more about my inventory to know I already have 15 sweaters and I don't need another one, nor do I have room for it. I know a lot of decluttering kind of minimalist people talk about if you know that you will need to trade something out when you buy something new, 
you'll be far more frugal with your money and with your space. So if you know that, okay, I have 10 sweaters, I have room for 10 sweaters. If I buy an extra sweater that looks really cute, I will have to trade one of those 10 sweaters out because I'm just not going to have enough space. You will know (laughs) that you will be far more frugal in what you purchase because it means you have to trade something rather than continuously buying things and then not having enough room for it. So in decluttering, it will help save money because it will help you know how much stuff you have. Now, I have found this to be especially true with my kids because I oftentimes I'm thinking, do my boys need an extra sweatshirt? Do they need some extra pants? Do they have enough pants? Do their pants fit? What about their shorts? Do their shorts fit? Do they have shorts? And so if I go through their clothes with them every once in a while, like every month we kind of declutter their closet and go through, are these clothes? All that kind of thing. Actually, it's a helpful tip. I love decluttering their closet when we have to pack. So when we have to pack, I make them try on things because I don't want to bring them to wherever we're going if they don't fit. So when we pack, I usually declutter their closet a little, find out what kind of things are working. If we need to take three pairs of pants, let's find three pairs of pants that you love that fit. And these pair of pants, why aren't you wearing them? Oh, they don't fit. Let's give them away. So I do find that I declutter the best just as an extra tip when we have to pack to go somewhere. But keeping up with my kids' closets helps me not to impulse purchase by things that they don't need because they already have enough. And it has helped me with just knowing every once in a while I'll buy something that's too big or it doesn't quite fit. And I'm like, well, do I really want to take it back? Is it really worth it? And thinking about the space and thinking about more clothes and more stuff and really trying to get rid of as much stuff as we can Just the idea of decluttering and not having that helps me to bite that extra bullet and say, that's okay, I can go take it back to the store. It won't take that long. It will be all right. And it's easy. So in that sense, decluttering has also saved me money because I'm willing to take things back. Now, this may inspire you, all these things that we've been talking about decluttering, to go gangbusters and clean out your house and your pantry and your kitchen. That's kind of what I would do. I would be really excited. But hold your horses, take a deep breath. We're gonna go through three really important decluttering tips if you would like to jump into some decluttering. So as I said, decluttering is one of my favorite things to talk about. As you can tell, I get really passionate about it. I'm really excited. I love it. I have found that once you declutter like one space, you kind of get hooked on it and you're like, oh, what else can we get rid of? Because the less stuff you have, the less your mind has to keep track of it. So if you have half the amount of books that you have, the less amount of time you have to keep track of where are all the extra books or where are all these extra blankets or these extra things. So the less stuff you have, the less you have to keep track of it the less it is all over the place, the less you have to pick it up, take care of it, clean it, store it, and do all the things. So I just have to say, I'm very passionate about decluttering. But let's go into three really important decluttering tips 
just in case you're getting just as excited as I am. So number one in decluttering is to pick one small space to declutter. Now we had to pick the garage, which was quite a bigger task because we had the unwelcome guests of the rats and we really had to go through everything and take everything out of the garage so that we knew where they were living and what they were eating, which was gross, but so important and necessary. But in this tip, number one, just pick one small space. So for example, just recently I helped my son declutter his desk. So we just did his desk. We went through things that he had on top of his desk. We went through stuff that he had all over his shelves. We took them off. We dusted. We wiped them. We wiped down his desk and we put the things back that he really wanted. And then we threw away stuff that he either wasn't using or didn't care about anymore. We found things that were disintegrating. Oh my gosh, so gross. And so we just, just helped to give a fresh new spot for his desk. And now he, he can work there again. He doesn't have to move everything to be able to sit down and work at his desk. He loves just sitting there and doing stuff. So that was very helpful. But we just picked his desk. We didn't pick his whole room. We didn't do the desk and the Legos and the floor and the toy bin. We just did his desk. And that was so handy because it takes a lot longer than you think. Number two, give yourself enough time to clean up and put things away. So plan time in that, okay, I'm going to have an hour to declutter or two hours or whatever it is. And then plan, I need 30 minutes on the back end of that to clean up and end this process before you collapse. Because decluttering can be overwhelming because you're making decisions about a lot of things, but you want to make sure you have built-in time at the end to clean up and put everything away. So when you're decluttering, you usually have a pile of garbage, a pile of things that you need to give away, and maybe things that go somewhere else that are not supposed to go where they're currently living. As you declutter, you have stuff everywhere. And you're... The desk, for example, that we cluttered, uh, decluttered in my son's room was great. It was beautiful. But then after we decluttered it, we had two big pile bags of garbage. We had a bag of recycling. We had a whole stack of stuff that needed to be given away. So all those things were just all sitting and lying all over the floor. So you want to give yourself at least 30 minutes or so to be able to put all those things away. Carry the trash to the trash bin carry the recycling out to the recycling bin, take all that stuff that you need to give away and put it in your giveaway spot. Maybe you have a box or something in the garage, but make sure that you clean up after you declutter so that all your work doesn't just go back and that you don't collapse at the end. So make sure you give yourself 30 minutes in the end to clean up. Number three, Remember, while you're decluttering, if you use it and you love it, you can keep it. You don't need to be a minimalist. Just keep track of your stuff and keep it organized. You don't need to throw away every little tiny thing. If your kids love it and they use it and they get joy out of it, then you can keep it. 
it might be something really weird. It may just be like 10 different rocks that they found from taking walks or different places around. It could be my son had wristband bracelets that we got at the Alani and we'd get a new one every day and then they'd clip them off and they were so gross. They, he'd worn them all day long. So they were like plastic bracelets and in order to get them off, you have to cut them. But he had taped all of them for every day, every different color. He had taped them to his desk and they lived on his desk for at least a year, if not more. But he loved those bracelets, even though they were junk and trash, because he was reminded of our trip and how much he enjoyed it and just loved them. So if you love it and it brings you joy and you use it, you can keep it. So don't worry about trying to be a minimalist. Use the things that you have, enjoy them, and move on. Oh, it is my hope that this podcast has blessed you today, that we've been talking about three ways that decluttering can save you money through not double purchasing, through not having unused subscriptions, and through not doing as many impulse purchases. We've also talked about three different tips. If you want to go to clutter, this is just scratching the surface, but make sure you pick a small space to declutter, that you give yourself enough time to clean up, and that you keep it if you use it and you love it. So as I said, I am just hoping that this encourages you and gives you some practical tools that you can use the next time you think about decluttering <laughs> and it can save you time and definitely money as you balance work and family and all the things. For more tips and more insights, come hang out with me in our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management, or you can also come on over to my website, birdmichelle.com and check out all the things there. B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I would love to hang out with you. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.